0: We are doing Srimad Bhagavatam, 10 to 11, part 2, chapter 28. We had done till verse 20. And in the verse 20, we were discussing about the Puranas, the absolute truth, so on and so forth. So today, and later on, we did the fourth factors, mind, the three states, which is wakefulness, sleep, deep sleep, and then the turiyas. So now, we are doing verse 21. This is Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 11, Part 2, Chapter 28, Verse 21. That which did not exist in the past and will not exist in the future also has no existence of its own for the period of its duration, but it is only a superficial designation. In my opinion, whatever is created and revealed by something else is ultimately only that other thing. So this is a statement which nullifies the entire existence of ours. just imagine we can see each other we can touch feel we can experience the sort of a reality if i touch myself i will say yes i am very much real i can express something i am very much there krishna is saying over here that that is not so and this is a dichotomy which you will also face in your life where the scripture is saying that you are not there and here we can actually touch and feel ourselves. We can, I am saying some words, you are listening to them. So, the process is going on. There is an entire process that happened. So, then where is the question of non-existence? That means you are not there. So, in the previous verse, if you remember, there were the three states discussed. Okay, the three states were, one is called the deep sleep second one is called the dream and the third one is called the waking state. Now, I want you to understand one thing. When you are awake, in your awakened state, that means you are awake, do you know what is happening in the deep sleep? There is no way of knowing. Now, when you are in deep sleep, do you know what is happening in the wake state? That is when you are awake, there is no way of knowing. What is the gap in between? The gap in between is called the dream state. Now, in the dream state, Remember this, when you are dreaming in the wake state, you know you are dreaming, isn't it? You are aware that you are dreaming. That is why sometimes you will shake yourself, sometimes some things happen, there is a rapid eye movement and all those kind of things are there. So, science says so. So, here in a wake state, you have an idea that you are dreaming, but you don't have any idea of what you are doing in a deep sleep. In the deep sleep, what is happening? You can only say in the wake state that, Oh, there was somebody lying on the bed. Isn't that so? You can say, I was sleeping. That means there was a bed and I was asleep on it. Or sometimes you can say, there was a satsang going on and I was asleep in the satsang. (laughs) So, (laughs) anything you can say. So, you can understand this. You know you are asleep. But what is happening in the sleep state? Cannot be understood because your body is lying over there. It's like a dead man's body You know, it's just lying over there. Nothing is happening. So, this thing will tell you that you are not the body. Something is happening and you are not the body. We have seen it from another perspective. If I chop off each portion of my body and say, this is Suresh's body, this is Suresh's body, this is... Suresh's you can say, you know, this is Suresh's nose, his eyes is is like that. You know, you can say these words, but that is not what it is. Who is this person? Who are you? That when you go into the deeper aspects of who am I, you will understand that you are not the body. So, the state of sleep is for the body, not for you. So, you are not asleep. So, that means you are not the body. I think you understood that much. So, if you are not the body, that means you are something else. Somebody else, what are you then? So, spirituality teaches us that it is the spirit soul or a jivatma. It's a jivatma. Jivatma doesn't have a waking state or a sleep state or whatever state that you want to call it. The jivatma is independent of the body. It is independent of the body. Why? Because it is using the body. Now, you are sitting on a chair. I am sitting on a chair. How much time are we going to sit over here? Till the time I want to listen to the satsang or tell the satsang, I am going to sit on the chair. Correct? It's the same thing. Human beings, I mean the human body is used by the spirit soul for that particular moment in time. So, I hope you understood that much. It is like a chair. It's like a bed. It's like any other object in this world. It's like a bottle. You use the water inside the bottle. Once the bottle's job is over, the water is no longer there inside. What do you do with the bottle? You just chuck it away, isn't it? The same way (coughs) you will find that you also are not the body and this is the reason why these lines are valid. That which did not exist in the past will not exist in the future also has no existence of its own for the period of that duration. So, you think you are the body, you think you are awake but it is only a means it is only like a bottle it is only like an you know something that you can use like a chair so once you use it and you finish its use that means at the time of death you finish its use you can move out of that so then we should never consider the body as you know non-valuable that means it is cannot make any mistakes the body can definitely do lot of wrong stuff. So, who is dreaming? The moment you say, I am dreaming, you are again wrong because you are not dreaming. The body and its other parts that are there, there are total five sheets. One of them is dreaming. So, you are not dreaming. So, where do you go during the time of your sleep, deep sleep? The answer is, you are resting in your consciousness, resting in your consciousness, right? The answer is that. The awakened state, that means when you are awake, the consciousness is connected to the body. So, you are aware of the surroundings. You you can see through your eyes, nose and all that. You can smell through your nose. You can hear through your ears. All this is possible. But when you are resting, resting, lying down in the consciousness, at that point in time, you are not aware of the body. The body is separated out, literally. So, Krishna says over here, That is the reason why it is only a superficial designation, it is only a temporary thing that you are assuming. Every year, there are elections in different different societies, I am sure you know that in different organizations and when there are different, what happens is people are elected. They are elected, they have to be there in that particular seat for some time and then one year later. They have to relinquish that particular thing then somebody else gets elected exactly like the prime minister or the president of a country. So that is a designation which you accept for some time you take that sit on that chair and then after that you move away from there. So the chair may be permanent in that place but the body is not. Body is a chair like which is not permanent it gets destroyed very soon. So what happens to the body, body comes, body goes. It is alive for some time, then it disappears after some time, then you take up another body that is there for some time, then it disappears, so on and so forth. It continues. So, in my opinion, whatever is created and revealed by something else is ultimately only that other thing. So, the moment you consider body as you, you are mistaken. So, who are you? You are the imperishable soul. right? So, now coming back to the body. So what is the body? Body is perishable. Everything connected to the body will go back to its elements. What are the elements? There are five elements, it will go back to whatever place it came from, right? So, that is what is mentioned over here. So, it is not you, you will be different, and the body will go back to its place. Although, thus not existing in reality, this manifestation of transformations created from the modes of passion appear real because the self manifested self-luminous, absolute truth exhibits himself in the form of material variety of the senses, the sense objects, the mind, the elements of physical nature. Just like you, that is me, who is in this body, I am experiencing everything. I experience literally everything. I am breathing. I can hear. I can smell. I can touch. I can do all kinds of things. Similarly, you can do the same. So, this experience which is there, it is kind of an experience that is happening to every individual, happens because of the modes of nature. Three modes of nature are there, which you know very well, Sattva, Rajas and Tamas. Now if the temperatures are down, you will definitely wear a sweater, correct? When the temperatures are up, you may wear loose clothing and you know, simple thin clothing. Everybody goes through the same thing, Hmm? isn't it? People can see daylight and they can see darkness also, you know, in the night time. So, everybody is experiencing the same thing, right? You are watching a movie, somebody else is watching a movie, they are all experiencing the same movie. And when you are experiencing the same movie, what happens to you? Everybody goes through the same kind of, like they can see the man, the woman and the fight going on or whatever that is happening in that in the screen is experienced by every individual. So, this truth, supposedly this truth exhibits itself through the senses, the mind and the body. So, the senses, mind and body, remember these are the components of the five sheets. This is not you. The five sheets are five sheets. This is not you. The five sheets are going through it. Think about it. If there is a tree and a breeze is blowing, the the leaves will shake, isn't it? You know that very well. If there is a wave which is coming in the river or in the ocean, what is going to happen? It is going to move. The water is going to move and create a kind of a wave. So, it is happening because there is a movement. So, you believe the water is having an issue. No, it is only a wave formed by some external source. External source. The apple falling on your head, <laughs> not on your head, maybe Newton's head, gave him an Eureka movement. So, you mean to say before Newton was there, there was no gravitation? Of course, gravitation exhi- exhibited itself even before that. Didn't people get thrown from top of the building? You know? <laughs> so, so yeah, of course, eh, gravitation was there before also. It is there now and it will be there later on also. But it is an external thing. The gravity pulls that apple down, the gravity pulls that man down, got it? It is not that you are affected, your body is definitely going to get affected. But you, you means not the body. The five objects that are there put together create the body. This body will get affected, you are not going to get affected. And this is what it means when you say, The self-manifested, self-luminous, absolute truth. This is this, absolute truth. What is the truth? The self, what is the self? The spirit soul, jiva atma, atma, whatever you want to call it, is a completely different being. It's not the same as you. You means the body. Alright? And this is what we need to understand. Now, after going through all that ringma roll, We come to verse number 23 which says the same thing. Thus clearly understanding by discriminating logic the unique position of the absolute truth one should expertly refute one's misidentification with matter and cut to pieces all doubts about the identity of the self. Becoming satisfied in the soul's natural ecstasy one should desist from all lusty engagements of the material senses. No biryani for you. See then you have a problem. <laughs> so what is krishna saying now do you understand so yes i understand use that discriminating logic these are lofty principles please understand these are lofty principles and jnana yoga is a lofty thing is a very very lofty thing it's a tad boring also no doubt about it because you really wonder what are we talking about what is this soul what is this jivatma? what are the five things well it's a lesson you know, when you are in school, you have to do all the lessons, you have to sit for all the classes. You know that? Some of these lessons are, yeah, it's like in physics, I used to love only cosmic um, cosmic energy and all that kind of stuff, okay? The rest of the subjects were so boring to me that I didn't want to even <laughs> learn them. So the same thing goes for us over here, Jnana Yoga is a very heavy subject, it's a heavy subject and we have to do it because it's a part and parcel of this process. But Those who can understand, you are welcome. And those who can't, don't sleep. Okay? (laughs) So, so please mind this. First, you have to use a discriminating logic. Discrimination is one and logic is another. Most of the people have zero logic. (laughs) You understand? Logic, no logic at all. Why are you doing like this? Just like that. Why, (laughs) Why are things happening? I have no idea. The idea is that if you cut a mango, okay, this is, logic is like this. If you cut a mango and there are five pieces in it, everybody's logical mind says, take the biggest piece. Isn't that that how it works? So, So, you have to use logic there. So, here also you use that little 25 paisa logic, isn't it? A 10 cents worth of logic you can use. So, we are using this discriminating logic. Discriminate, you are not the body. Okay, it is only for your understanding. All right, so just just uh, hang on and think that you know you you are not the body. Yeah, it's only for understanding purpose. It's a lofty principle. By the way, Krishna is not going to you know say that this is what you got to know. But you you need to understand. That's it. Little understanding is okay. So thus clearly understanding by discriminating logic, the unique position of the absolute truth. So, there is a truth. The truth is the self, God Almighty, you know, all that. That is truth on one side. Body and everything else connected with it is all fake, all false. This is all you need to know, okay? Rest of the things you don't have to know. One should expertly refute one's misidentification, expertly. Now, this is, uh, it's like becoming an architect, like all you great architects out there, okay. Architect, I don't even know what is C for computers and you are telling me architect. (laughs) I don't understand. So you understand this whole point? It's a deeper study and the more deeper a study, it is more heavier it becomes. So, he says... You have to refute one's misidentification. My job is to make it simple. You understand? As a person who is telling you some things, my job is to make it simple. Now, if you are a PhD student, I will definitely say yes. Now, it's not simple. I have to give you complex theories. But if you are a kindergarten student and then you are (laughs) saying that I have to give you, you know, PhD level studies, I think it's a little bit difficult. So, let us... I will try to make it simpler. Body is all on one side, soul on one side, okay, two don't meet, hmm? right? So when these two are not meeting, what happens? You have to use logic in that. Use your logic, the identification which you have, that means the self which has the identification with the body, the temporary thing is wrong, don't identify, all right? How you are not supposed to identify? Let us look at it from the water point of view. There is a bottle of water. There is a label on the water bottle which says some name. So, if I pour that liquid out into a glass, can I still call it by the same name? No, I cannot. Isn't it? If there are four bottles of colas over there and I pour the cola, some cola in a glass, and I give it to you. You don't know what bottle it has come from. Can you identify it? No. Only when you look at the color, you may say that it is some cola. Isn't it? You have to understand this much. But how do you know what it is? There are 5000 bottles of water in front of you. There are bottles, a different brand names from different corners of the world. Now, At random, I pick up one bottle and I pour water for you in a glass. And I give it to you. What is the name of the water? You know what you will say? Are you a fool it is w a t e r water, water. <laughs> you got the point it is at the end of the day it is just water don't ask me what is the brand of the water okay so brand is not important yeah you may taste the water and say, oh, it's a little salty so it was salt water it has come from somewhere so we say all this connected to the water. We don't know where it is coming from. Exactly our thing. Body is on one side. That is the label of the bottle. Bottle and the label on one side. And on this side is the soul, spirit soul. These two don't meet. temporarily, they take up the bottle. Got it? This is called discriminating logic. Understood? This much you can understand. Okay. You are the water, not the bottle. Okay. And this misidentification that you have just by looking at the bottle, oh, you poured it from Kinley. So, that water is Kinley water, yo, yo. You got the point? It is not Kinley water. It is water. It must have come from somewhere. So, why does it matter? It is water at the end of the day. So, this is one thing you need to understand. That is why misidentification should not be there. So, cut off this. Cut it off. Cut to pieces all doubts on the identity of the self. The self is not connected to the bottle, correct? That means the body. Becoming satisfied in the soul's natural ecstasy, one should desist from all lusty engagements of the material senses. Now, what does it mean? Soul's natural ecstasy. What is soul's natural ecstasy? Legal weed. Something like that. <laughs> no, soul's natural ecstasy is what? It has nothing to do with your body, body experiences all that you know nonsense that you go through all your life. Sometimes you are happy, sometimes you are sad, sometimes something happens. You, you know the whole gamut of emotions that we go through, all that emotions are connected to the body, not to you. What are you doing then? What is the self doing? The self is lost in itself. I will qualify this statement. the self is lost in itself. So, I take up one bottle, I take up another bottle of water and I pour it in the ocean. I pour it in a big container. Where has that water gone? So, you will say it has gone inside the container. Isn't that what you will say? It has gone inside the ocean. How does the water feel then? Where is the question of water feeling anything, sir? You got the point? If the self has gone back into the self, where is the question of feeling anything? There is no feeling, isn't it? This is what you need to understand. If you are the self and you go back into the self, the idea of you experiencing something doesn't exist because you have become the self. Did you get it? I'll give you one example. Do you know there is transplantation which happens? Suppose now let us say, blood, blood donation drives. You know there are lots of blood donation drives that happen. Now you are giving one bottle of blood. Okay. Some, uh, some na- name it has got. It is written over there XYZ blood and it has got a particular say AB positive Okay, whatever. A positive, A negative whatever. All right. Now if there is a, you are the donor and somebody is there who is accepting your blood, when the blood is given to him, where did the blood go? Can you identify your own blood inside that man's body? Now you have a fight with him. Can you go and say, give my one bottle of blood back? Can you say that? And he is going to tell you, okay, okay, I will have to first pull it out. So, then you think he is going to do some uh, separation process and give your blood back? it is not possible do you understand this there is no way of taking out your blood so in the same way if i pour the bottle of say evian water inside one big tank can i remove that evian water back again no question of doing that isn't it i cannot whatever i if i dip that bottle of evian inside that tank and i remove it out do you think that is evian water no but if i take out that bottle of evian I mean, just pour, take an empty bottle and put it inside the big tank and remove it out and I cap it up very nicely. You know, you know those caps that are there, light blue color. And I give it to the next person. I can sell it to him for $5, no? See, and that person will think, oh, this is Evian water. It has come from France. Sir, it has come from the tank. Isn't that what they do in India? The reason why they tell you to not... Throw the bottles around is because they will pour some other water in it and charge you for the bottle. So, you are paying bottle charges. Okay. If the bottle is 20 bucks or so, 20 litres for one, you know, 20 rupees a litre, I can (laughs) open the tap in my bathroom also, fill it up and nicely and seal it and give it to you and charge you 20 rupees. You are actually paying for the bottle and not for the water. So remember this. Now, did you get the logic? Hmm? That is the reason why you are not actually the bottle. The bottle is different, your body is different, remember this. Now what happens to this water inside that bottle? What happens to this soul, the spirit inside of you, spirit soul inside of you? It goes back into the spirit soul just like you are pouring it into the big container this water. You are going back into this big container. The big container is called God, whatever you want to call it, God or something like that, right? I mean, there are people who may say, I don't want to call him God. I don't know whether there is a spirit soul. Okay, does not matter. Who cares? Drink Evian. Be happy. All right. (laughs) You mean to say these people don't get fooled by brand names? All those people who believe in, you know, who are atheists, you think they don't get fooled by brand names? Try to find that out. So, what is the brand of shirt that you are wearing? And he will give you a nice name. What is the drink that you are having? He will give you a nice name. Sir, it is nothing but grape juice, fermented grape juice. No, it has got a brand name. He thinks the brand name has got more value than the grape juice, you know, that fermented juice. You understand what I am talking about? Wine. Okay. He thinks it is wine. And because of the brand name, he thinks it is that. It is Because of the brand name, a person thinks Evian water. Sir, it is W-A-T-E-R, H2O, bus. That is it. So, did you get the point? The understanding should be that. And one most important thing in life, you know, a man marries a woman. The woman dies, he marries another woman, he divorces her, he marries another woman. You you see the whole point of all this? There is no firmness in anything. Sir, today I like Indian water, tomorrow I like Kinley, day after tomorrow I like something else only. Does it matter? What is the choice? Imagine this man. First he is staying in Europe, then he goes to America, then he is transferred to China. Okay, these three marriages I am just telling you. First one is an European wife, second one is an American wife, and the third one is a Chinese wife. And then what happens? He goes to Africa. I mean, can you imagine this whole point? It is like that water. You know, today, if I am sitting here in India, as a bisleri hai I mean, nobody has heard of bisleri outside this country. Okay? Some people might have, I don't know. Some other country I go to, they will say, oh, I drink kinli. Okay, very good. Some other country, that com- that company only is not there. So, they are drinking some other water. So, did you get the one? Yeah, see, uh, this one also has to drink just now. <laughs> he is showing me the Kinley water. <laughs> Funny, isn't it? So, the thing is, you need to understand, every country I go, to, some different brand will be there. So, what difference is it there? It is water at the end of the day. You just have to be safe and not sorry. Right? Some countries, it is toilet water filtered. What to do? So, you <laughs> so <laughs> recycled water. And some places it is sea water. In some places like Dubai and all are I think they are bringing water from somewhere and they are recycling it from the sea and then you are drinking it. I, this, is, this is a great thing. But well, then what do you do? You have no choice. Water, I will tell you one story of water. Very funny water story. Now, I was very young and I was climbing a mountain. Okay. I had a long, lengthy stick and all that. You know, climbing a mountain with a stick and all that, you know how it is. So I climbed to the top of the mountain. There is there were two forts, one is called Lohagad and the other one is called Visapur. Two forts were there. They are high up on top of the mountain. This was made by a king called Shivaji. Chhatrapati Shivaji Maharaj. So, finally, when I reached the top of that, I was very thirsty. Now, during that time, there were no bottled waters. You should know that. You know, there were no branded bottled water. So, what am I to do? I was very thirsty. There were some people who were roaming around. That means it's, it's like a, you know, tourist thing. Or maybe some people were doing climbing mountain or whatever. So, I found this one guy and I asked him, is there any water anywhere? He says, yes, yes, it's there. Shivaji Maharaj had made one pond over there, one small, you know, tank over there. You can go and drink from that. So, when I was drinking that water, I was thinking, this is 400 years old. (laughs) You got the point. (laughs) As a kid, I was just thinking. Shivaji Maharaj drank from this i am also drinking from this so this water must be 400 years old to my kid's mind i was not aware that <laughs> that it must be the rain water which gets accumulated over there you got the point i still thought that shivaji maharaj must have drunk this water so now i am drinking so we are foolish like that you know we are just like this young child who doesn't understand anything he is thirsty this is the reason why All these things that we were talking about is nothing but illusion. All that we spoke about is nothing but illusion. So, you should focus on just what you are and be lost in yourself. Be lost in yourself. S-E-L-F. Capital S. Hmm? So, when you are lost in yourself, you are in a state of ecstasy. Remember, this can be experienced by you outside also when you are staying alone whom will you fight with no one whom will you talk to no one of course you can go and talk to yourself in front of the mirror and call yourself name also does not matter or you can say you are the most handsome or the most beautiful person you can say that no doubt he is anyway not going to respond the guy in the mirror will not respond alone is okay now if there are two people okay if there are two people And just say the same line to that person. I am so handsome. That person will say, from which angle do you think you are handsome? You got the point? Uh, Or if you are a woman and you say, I look so beautiful. And ask the other person. If he is the husband, you know, and if he has to eat food, he will say, of course you are beautiful. But if he is full, he will say, I should not have married you. (laughs) You got the point? You were beautiful. See the whole concept changes. Why? Because this is how we are. When there are two people, this is what happens. Now there are three people. And this is a very great thing that you should always think of. What are we going to have for breakfast? You should ask this question. (coughs) And then wait for the responses. You know how many responses will come? Today we should have this. The other person will say, no, no, just few days ago we had that. Can we have this? The third person will say, do you know this is not there at home? How can I cook it? The fourth person will say, then why are you asking? You, you got the whole thing. It's going round and round and round and there is no answer for you. So, never ask. Never ask another person. Answer is very simply, make it and keep it on the table. You want to eat, eat it. Otherwise, go to hell. You got the point? That's dictatorship. And ashram is like that. You know, people may not like But if you give opinions to people, then you know when you have opinions, so there are four people. How many opinions you will get? Four to the power of n opinions you will get. Not four opinions, okay? Please don't be. (coughs) If you think there are going to be four opinions, you are wrong. Four to the power of n, n, n times. Why? Just think. Yesterday we had upit. Today what we can have? Can we have idli? You don't understand? Idli means you have to soak for two days and this has to be done and grinding has to be done. Okay, okay. I just asked. The third person will say, can we have sheera? Sheera? We don't have limbu at home. (laughs) You know, never we don't have at home. So, we can't do that. Then the fourth person will say something else. Then the, again it comes back to the first person. The first person will say, you know what? Today we will have oats. Then the next person will say, oats? That is only meant for all those cows and all the buffaloes and all those creatures. I don't want it. We will have conflicts. Conflicts. There is no energy. So much only it goes which part of the stomach it lie, lands over there, I don't know. You know, it goes round and round and round and round and round and it never comes back to a, a consensus. Why? Four people. So, do you get the point? The more the number of people, the more the amount of confusion there is going to be. And if there are 20 people around, you know what is going to happen? Everybody will come with their own agenda. Do you know when you go to a hotel? You go to a hotel, right? They have a fixed menu. You know why a fixed menu is there? No argument, sir. This is what you have. Vidyarthi Bhavan, one masala dosa, finished. You can't tell that fellow, you get me. You know something else. <laughs> why? He has got only four things on the menu. And only four things are available. If you want something else, please get out. You got the point? No opinions over there. Self is exactly like this. When you are lost in the self, there is no question of any opinions anywhere. There is no question of argumentation. There is no question of do I look good? No. You are only single. You are only one. You are alone. The self is one only. And when it is one, where is the question of argument? So, do you understand? The self's natural state is of ecstasy. We call it blissful state. All life full, the wife will keep on asking the husband. Even if she has an opinion, she will say, what should we do? What should we do? And he will say, okay, we'll do this. Now, let us say there is another husband and she asks, what should we do? I don't know. You got the answer? I don't know. Whatever you think. If you ask the third person, third husband, third kind of husband, then he will say, you do what you want. And Why are you asking me? The fourth one will say, there is no point in asking. You are anyway going to do what you want, isn't it? So, and the fifth one will say, I don't want to have your opinion. I know what I am supposed to do. So, I didn't ask you also. So, you got the answer. It is like that. And this is the reason why the self means you have to be lost in the self. It is full of ecstasy. It is full of blissful state there is no arguments there there are there is nothing there and most important don't forget where i started with this you know where i started this this is jnana yoga it all goes bounce you know it everything goes bouncer so if you think that you are going to be alone and if you are going to be in an ecstasy you are most mistaken because you are still going to carry your mind in that place you know how the mind is no i am alone I am in a state of ecstasy. What the hell are you doing over here? Your mind will say. And then it will tell you, you are better off alone. And then the mind has got a complete field to itself. You know, field is going to dribble you all over the town. You are just like a football. No, the self is not connected to the mind. It is blissful because the mind also is not there. Did you understand this? No opinion givers. Nobody to tell you anything. You are everything. No mind status. And that is why it is called self. There is no mind there. One should desist from all lusty engagements of the material senses. Person should not indulge himself in any lusty senses. Senses means, ah, so nice. Ah, nice words to hear. Yesterday, we were walking down the street. And I saw one dog over there. The dog was looking like this. He looked very nice, cute dog. And then one girl was trying to pull him. Some girl walking on the street, some maybe a small tiny tot. So that woman is saying something to her. So while we were on the subject of this dog, she was pulling at the dog and the dog was not doing anything. So then I I was telling Chitty, you see there is a white color dog. You know the white color dogs you have. You try, I mean you are an outsider and if you try going near the dog and say, hello doggy. And you really wonder, what the hell happened just now? He is a Pomeranian, sir. You know how Pomeranians are, whether you like it or not, he will first start with a bark. Uh, Bark on one side and tail is going like this, like this, like this, like this on the other side. He is barking from one end and wagging his tail on the other side. And you think that wagging tail means what the dog is happy and you try to put your hand next to it and he is going to bite you. In our life, we have these happy dogs and we have these barking dogs also. Okay? So, whether you touch a happy dog, is anyway not going to do anything. If you touch a barking dog, I mean the one who goes bow, 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 all the time, you don't know what's going to happen. How can the self be, you know, satisfied in that? So, coming back to this, if you want to be in a state of Buddha, you know that person who is always calm and composed and all, you know, you remember all that? Huh? Okay, good for you. Buddha is always Shanti, Shanti, Shanti. Sir, in his life he started with Shanti only. Okay. He began his life with Shanti only. That means what? He was enjoying his life as a king's son. He got everything on a platter. He never had time to get angry for any reason. Did he get angry for any reason? No. I want today ice cream. Okay. Again does. Okay, we'll import it from abroad. His father would have imported it. So the question that Buddha could get angry doesn't exist. That man was always silent. So he was never talking. You got the point or no? So later on in life when we talk of the serenity of Buddha... People are idiots when they think that Buddha became serene later on. Sir, Buddha was serene right in the beginning. Unfortunately, in the middle he had the problem when he saw all the dead bodies and all that. Okay, So, to go back to original serenity, he had to go through the buddhid. Okay, he did all that. Fine. On the other hand, now I am going to take another person. Parshuram. You know Parshuram, no? He is literally like a keg. It will go like that. He was angry in the beginning, he is angry in the middle, he is angry at the end also. So, if you meet Parshuram somewhere, you better be careful. Okay? He is a sage, S-A-G-E. And he is always going to be angry. If you meet Dev also, he is going to be angry. So, don't say that Dev is going to be peaceful and kind. No, no way. You, you, do you get what I am trying to say? Okay? So, if you are married a firebrand, you know, somebody who takes out, you know, the sword every time, ding, 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 ding. Another 20 years from now also, the sword will still be out. Another 40 years from now also, the sword will still be out. So, don't say that that person is going to become a Buddha. Buddha was Buddha at the beginning of his life and at the end of his life also, he was peaceful and calm. So, the peace and calm we are talking about has nothing to do with the body. So, a Pomeranian who is used to barking at everything, he is going to bark at everything. You think coming in spirituality, somebody is not going to bark? You are mistaken. The person's nature never changes. If somebody is used to sarcasm, they are used to sarcasm all their life. You got it? Somebody is used to sick jokes. Don't look at me. The person will be always telling you sick jokes. So, what is the big deal? Somebody is used to stand-up comedy. Okay, what to do? <laughs> this is like a stand-up comedy one-hour class. So, what to do? So, this is how it's going to be. So, we should never think that, you know, once you become self-realized and all, you are going to become calm, peaceful. No, don't. Don't ever try to become calm and peaceful. Never. It's like you are putting on some false mask over there. Don't. So, this is what it means. Muni was an angry guy. Even at the end of his life, he was angry. Got it? So, the idea that somebody changes or somebody, something happens to them is wrong. My grandmother used to tell me Sai Baba, you know, Sai Sai Baba was always an angry guy. He is always shown in in all the serials, by the way. You look at any serial he is shown as, like that, you know, with a mild face. I am sorry, Sai Baba was angry guy. He would run around with his stick. Yeah, most of the time he would be angry. Most of the time he would be even quiet. It is not that you are barking all the time or you are angry all the time, isn't it? sometime you are doing but what is the first thing that you do somebody says you 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 to the dog What whatever yeah so understand one thing if somebody is used to a particular way of living these guys are not going to change so self-realized being a body is going to remain the body only all the idiosyncrasies of the body are going to be still with the body but you are not the body don't ever forget this. Whatever I told you has nothing to do with body, mind, intellect, nothing, nothing, nothing. The self is independent of all this thing. Self is not Pomeranian. Got it? Huh? The self is always lost in ecstasy. Always. Is always lost in ecstasy. Full tight. <laughs> Got it? So, why? Ecstasy. That was a joke. Anyway. It is always lost in ecstasy means it is always in a state of blissfulness. The self, not you. Why? The reason is becomes you know, yesterday I was seeing, I'm I'm sorry, this is going to be a little bit difficult for people who don't like all the dirty stuff. But I saw one very beautiful cartoon yesterday. There are two monks sitting next to each other and one monk is raising his ass like this and farting away. So, the other monk asks this monk, why are you doing like this? So, this monk who is farting tells him, never keep the fart inside you. Why? Because if you keep the fart inside you, it rises very high, goes to the brain and becomes mind stuff. And you are always giving mind farts. Do you understand this? It's a joke, but it is reality also. Human beings, you know, we always keep things in our body and then later on we give mind farts. It was a joke and I really liked the joke because it it actually explained a lot of situations in life. Isn't it? Well, coming back to our story. So, this is not a mind fart. It is the self. And self is lost in ecstasy. So, avoid all lusty engagement. This is one thing you need to understand. Once you reach the self, do not give so much of importance to the body. If somebody says something, you don't need to respond. Who is having that, you know, the capacity to do that? You, the tree, the two birds on the tree. You remember that story from the Upanishads? You have got a choice in your hand. You don't need to respond. If there is a barking dog, you don't need to get angry or upset. He is a barking dog. Okay. If there is a lecherous guy, he is a lecherous guy. You can't change him. Got it? Move away from there. Don't talk. You be that peaceful person. So, it is in your hands not to get involved in the action. You, did you get what I am saying? If somebody is asking you, what breakfast do you want? Don't get into that argument. You know, if there are four people, don't put your 25 cents into it. Right? You don't need to. So, you will find that the best answer is to just go along. Go along without opinions. Do you understand this? Go along without opinions. One should desist from all lusty engagement of material senses. Did you get the point? I have some people who will tell me, Guruji, why do you drink coke? Remember my body? I was a sales manager of a soft drink company, sir. In one day, I would drink 20 bottles. Why? I would be standing on the production line. 20. one bottle, one other bottle, every time it is just tasting, you see, you understand what? And every time when somebody came to visit me, one bottle will come in front of him and one bottle in front of me. I mean, what do you offer to somebody who comes to visit you? As a you are the sales manager there and you think the person is going to come and visit you, you are going to offer him some sweets from outside? No. Will you have one bottle of soft drink? Yes, you put it in front of him and you put one in front of you. Isn't that what happens? So, If somebody is used to coke, they are used to coke. (laughs) Do you get the point? The funny part is the body is used to it. It doesn't matter. So, what is kept in front of you should not matter. Did you understand this? What someone says should not matter. You don't have to say. Don't get involved in conversations which are going to be destructive. So, the answer to all this for your body, be your good self. Just being your good self means what? You know that kind of a stupid smile you can have on your face. Well, you will say the other person in front of you is acting idiot. you still, your stupid smile is very valid for that. You know that person is an idiot. Well, what do you do? Somebody is getting angry. You understand what I'm saying? Well, what do you do? So, this is called the blissful state and you don't have to shift from it. Please remember this. There is no need to get upset or angry because you want to be lost in the self. Then self is always blissful. And that is why one should desist from all lusty engagement of the material senses. Do not get involved in these objects that are around you. Some will be hot, some will be cold, some will be angry, some will be upset. Who cares? Just be your good self. Be your good self. Don't get upset. Then you are lost in the self. Got it? Easy way out. Okay. Nobody is asking your opinion. So, don't talk. See, now you understand why everybody is on mute. Nobody is asking. Nobody is saying anything. Well, that was a joke. Okay. The thing is, you can write to me if you have questions. So, we will stop over here and I will see you all tomorrow. Take care. You have a very nice day. Bye.